throughout this pandemic, there's been people that I've leaned on. Dr. Jason Kinderchuk is one. Um, and our next guest is another, Dr. Shazma Mathani, who is an ER doc in the city of Edmonton, and has always shot it to me straight and told me exactly what's going on, and I appreciate it. So I'm glad you could join us today, Dr. Mathani, because I'm swimming a little bit here. Um, how are you doing, first of all? Um, I'm good. I, I worked last night, so just kind of still waking up a little bit, but I'm happy <laughs> to be here. So thanks for having me. I always appreciate you, and I know you, you put in incredible hours, so I appreciate you taking a moment for us. Um, I'm The situation, it... it yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but it feels to me kind of like it felt back in March of 2020, where we're starting to see cases popping up. Where ha- I mean, there's just a steady stream of news conferences today from federal ministers and provincial ministers and our minister of health and all, and talking about we got to do this and we got to do that and things are happening. Um, what as a as a medical professional, when you look at what's going on right now, what do you think about the situation we're in? You know, I think, Shay, you had a really good analogy there, that it does really feel like... It does. Um, yeah, like March of 2020, when, when all of this new information was being thrown at us, and, and there was this level of uncertainty, and I will say that I, I feel that same level of uncertainty right now. Um, you know, we have this new variant, the Omicron variant, and we're just starting to, to learn about how it's behaving. Um, we still don't have all of the information to know how it's behaving and how it's going to continue to behave. Um, so I guess I am glad to see that this is being taken seriously mm-hmm. um, because it, 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 this could this could be a big problem, right? If if we if we let our guards down too quickly, um, we could be in a situation like we were about a year ago, where Delta was the, was kind of the new emerging variant, and it led into to multiple waves after that, right? And so um, I, I do want uh, to you know to kind of convey the message to exercise caution right now because um, there's still a lot of emerging information and, and things could really go one way or the other depending on how the next several weeks and months go. Exactly, I think you're right. I think, and that's the frustrating part is we're getting a little bit of information and we know this thing spreads like wildfire. We know that, and I guess the consideration we have to have here is even if the illness is less severe, and that's what we're being led to believe so far, although it's early and we don't know for sure, but early indications are the illness that it causes is less severe. But if it causes 10 times the number of cases, uh, you're still going to see the impact on the healthcare system. That's the consideration we have to have. That's exactly right. I mean, you, you phrased it perfectly. That's exactly right. I mean, we know one thing that we do know, I think, consistently now is that Omicron is definitely more transmissible than even Delta. Mm-hmm. And so in, in that context, even if there is a mild illness, like you said, um, if, if tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of people are getting infected with it, yep. based on numbers alone, right, based on numbers alone, we will see an increase in, in the need for, for hospitalizations and hospital capacity. And, that, and that's the big concern. Um, yes, our vaccination rates are, are much better than they were with when we were facing the fourth wave with Delta. Um, but we also know that because um, this variant is behaving like we would expect it to, there is vaccine um, escape, right? Yeah. So it's, it's not going to be the vaccine. The two doses are, are certainly being shown to not be as effective against Omicron, and that's also another concern here. So there are, there are a few different factors um, that could potentially lead us down a bad path. Um, the, the, the question I have is, and like you say, I think we need to be cautious and we need to watch and be very careful what's happening. In the meantime, um, we see Jason Kenney saying we're going to loosen up restrictions. I mean, they're not throwing them wide open by any means around Christmas. You still have a 10-person limit on household gatherings, but they've changed how many households they can come from and whether or not the people involved are vaccinated. He was just vaccinated and only from two households. Now those restrictions have been lifted. Um, is that being overly reckless or, you know, the 10-person limit, is that still cautious enough? 
So, uh, yes and no. So I, I don't mind the 10 the ten person limit. What I really don't like about that is that un, the unvaccinated can gather. I mean, we know that, that those um, those Albertans or those Canadians even have been the biggest risk throughout, um, throughout the latter waves of this pandemic after we've had vaccines. Um, so Delta is still our dominant strain right now, right? And we, mm-hmm. we know that Delta is, uh, can be very, very severe in the unvaccinated. Yes. I mean, that was, that was how the fourth wave went for us. It was terrible. And it was mostly unvaccinated who were having very severe illness. And so um, let's not forget the fact that Delta is actually still our dominant strain by a long shot right now. Um, and, and to allow uh, multiple unvaccinated people to gather indoors over the holidays, I think is um, very concerning. And I think that it's dangerous. Um, when we go forward from here, and, and you know, the question, and let's just talk about the hockey thing. And this is you and I spitballing because we have no involvement in anything here. Um, mm-hmm. What I'm wondering is if you've got a bunch of guys who are testing positive, but they're not sick. Like, we're not being told that any of these guys are severely ill. Uh, all the b- reports that we're hearing from all the different sports leagues and stuff is, you know, some of these guys didn't even know. Some of them had very mild symptoms. That's that's where we have that flipping point. And I know you and I aren't going to make these decisions. Uh, I'm just wondering, though, when we have Omicron and it spreads like wildfire, is there some... What's that line in in your mind? And maybe I'm putting you a spot, and if you don't know, you don't have to answer. But at some point, do you sort of say, okay, it, now we're into that stage where it's very, very virulent, just like the flu, but the symptoms are just like the flu. And I'm not saying COVID is the flu, but maybe this strain is more flu-like. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do, yeah. So, do we- so yeah, so what, where's the line? I, and I hear what you're saying, and, and at... at- at some point, we need to get to that point, right? Yes, like using, yeah. using the term endemic, right? Like yeah. we, we went through this uh, prematurely in the summer. Um, but, but yes, like that is the direction that we need to go in. The problem right now with Omicron is that we just don't have enough information to know that for sure. Okay. The, the evolution of these viruses, right, of, of coronaviruses and other viruses, is that they end up, they tend to evolve to be more transmissible but less severe and yes. then become kind of like a common cold strain. Um, I'm, we just don't know if we're there yet. That's the problem. Exactly. We just have to be patient and wait. And I think patience is something that's run very thin for so many of us <laughs> at this point Absolutely. of the pandemic. Uh, doctor, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, always a pleasure to chat. You bet. Thanks, Shay. That is Dr. Shazma Mathani, who is an ER doc here in the city of Edmonton. She works at the Royal Alec. And, um, you know, and I think she's right. And uh, it's... That's that's the frustrating part, I think, for a lot of us is if we've got to wait, and I agree we've got to wait, they keep telling us, well, we don't have all the information on Omicron. We don't know exactly what it's going to mean. Okay, fair enough. But there's, because I'm a human being, there's part of me that says, yeah, okay, but I keep hearing these doctors say, don't worry about it because it spreads really fast, but nobody gets very sick. Well, I can't accept that as being true any more than if another doctor said, oh, it makes people really, really sick because we don't know. And I guess we will ultimately know. The fact of the matter is, though, and this doesn't change no matter what. And I've said this on the air many times for many months now. Once you've been vaccinated, you've shot your shot. That's it. What do we have around the corner? Is it more restrictions? Is it Closing down schools if this gets bad. That's what I'm saying is what at some point, once you've done, we're at like 85% of the eligible population in this province is vaccinated, 85%. And we're, we're ramping it up. Now we're going into boosters and stuff like that. And I believe in the vaccine. That's why I've had three of them. 
But what else can I do? I mean, I, I, that's what I'm willing to do. Am I willing to not go to the theater, go out for dinner, have people over, all these sorts of stuff long term? I don't think people are. I think that's what the premier is trying to say is, listen, at some point we have to recognize that there is a limitation to what people will go along with. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.